All right, bradcooney.com would like to welcome to the show musical recording artist Cameron Nino. What is up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate the interview. All right, so you got a lot of things going on. Read through your bio, listen to a, one of your tracks, um, and we'll, we'll we'll dig into that to that track and the, your other release uh, in just a second. But before we get into the nitty gritty, kind of just you know you you don't got to get like really in depth about it. Just kind of paint a quick picture for our listeners about you and how you first got into making music. Oh well, um, I started uh, in a. Um well, I'm basically raised in uh, this neighborhood called Laurel Canyon, and it's a neighborhood infamous for rockers, different people who have passed through there, uh, a lot of legends. And so I grew up in that town, and when I grew up, I saw this kid around when I was four or five play a piano on a big stage, and there was a lot of people. And I said to myself, like, I want to do that. Hmm. And so when my mom brought it to me, if I want to play an instrument, I said, yes, she said, which instrument? And I wanted to play the exact opposite as that kid. So I decided to play guitar. Ah. And from there, I did show to show and started making my own music with a band called Seventh Nova. And the rest is still going. Now, how old were you when your mom bought you that guitar and you started playing guitar first? I was seven years old. Yeah, so you're pretty young. So did you get into like talent shows and as you were coming up through school, through high school? From, I wasn't actually a talent show kid. Um, uh-huh. I never did like school talent shows, but instead I did like, for example, I was taught through a music program, um, and they had uh, student showcases for the kids who were learning how to play instruments, and that was when I first uh, started showcasing what I could do with the guitar. Nice. That's very cool. Yeah, my high school had something similar to that, and the really? they, they, um, they would perform for the school. It wasn't talent shows, um, but they would just do, I think, one or two performances a year. It's pretty cool. Um, oh, yeah. I think uh, my elementary school had something similar. Yeah. So yeah. my high school, but I didn't perform in that. Yeah, it's very cool. I mean, we need more support for the arts in this country for both musical and theater, honestly. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. All right, so um, you dropped this new EP, and it's titled Out. So if you would... Kind of uh, give us a little bit of a backstory on the title. Why did you name it Out? For me, I've always felt that people put me in a musical box with the genres I can do, with what I can do, and how I do my music. Uh-huh. And so I really wanted to break every barrier that people set for me. I didn't want to be seen as just a rock musician. I didn't want to just be seen as a rapper or singer. And so that's when I first made... Out and the original name of it was Out of the Box. Mm, okay, that makes sense. So I always like to ask that question because one word can go in a million different directions. You know what I mean? So I always, I'm always interested in what the artist's thinking was behind a title, whether it's a song or an EP title, album title, and that's pretty cool. So I had a chance to listen to your single "I Can't Breathe." Um, I did not have the other single, Tropical, but I did listen to um, I Can't Breathe. And first and foremost, I know I knew right away, just listening to it, it was um, it was very good. It was going to be deep. Um, I believe it was because of the George Floyd uh, situation. 
Um, the unfortunate, very unfortunate situation there. Very deep. Um, give, give my listeners a little bit deeper of a backstory behind the whole song, though. For this song, it's a heartbreaking story, of course. Like, yeah. I grew up in elementary school, um, and it, uh, it was mostly a white elementary school, but in my generation, like, you can't even tell, like, the difference. Like, nobody really, like, saw a difference in the color of skin because mm-hmm. their parents didn't teach them that. Right. And it was until middle school when I started really being aware of what was going on in the world and watching TV and seeing news that I really understood what racism was about because, I've, of course, I've heard of, like, slavery and um, the civil rights movement, but, like, I've never seen it firsthand, right. you know? Mm-hmm. It's always been in a book, a history book. And so when I first saw it, uh, I was heartbroken because I didn't know it was happening to people um, with that skin color. Right. And so it's like an accumulation of things. And then the George Floyd, when I saw the image of George Floyd dying with a knee on his neck. Yeah, yeah. It was, that was like a breaking point for me. Like, and I was 16 too, so I, I'm, am obligated like I need I felt the need to do something about it some like I needed to somehow share this message and tell the story of how police police brutality is not okay in any situation yeah and that's when it really started so after when I saw George Floyd died I decided to produce and create the song I Can't Breathe with my friend Trinity Rose so, my thoughts on the song, I thought it was fantastic. And I don't know, and I don't always say that. Um, I thought what happened to George Floyd was repulsive, disgusting, and those cops should never see the daylight of freedom again, in my opinion. Um, and I thought your message was loud and clear, and I thought you did it very tactfully, with, but you were firm. Um, and I also loved the production of it, and I really, really enjoyed Trinity Rose's vocals in that song. She's a great singer. Yeah, uh, she is. And I loved how you guys incorporated her into that song. Um, talk a little bit more. So how, how do you know Trinity Rose, and, and um, is that the only song she, she's on of yours? So far, yes, actually. Um, the way I met Trinity Rose, it's interesting. I can't remember like the initial meeting, but I know that we started meeting each other and then the crazy part about it this is when I really got to know Trinity Rose it was um, we realized we went to the same high school together oh wow which was Malibu High School wow and the crazy part about it wasn't like it, it wasn't like we communicated to each other ever like oh yeah I go to Malibu High School it was never that it was me walking down the hallway hearing her talk about a song that um, I was on with her and saying Trinity and she was like, Cameron, and it was, that was probably the craziest meeting, but that was when, um, we, that's when we, well, oh, that's insane, that, uh, so hold on, let me jump in here, because I want to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm hearing this right, so you guys must have collabed, would you, would you guys just kind of like get online, and then she just recorded her part and sent it to you, t- sent it to you, before you all met? Uh, for this song, well, for I Can't Breathe, we went to the studio together, okay, but for the song I was talking about that, she did. We went to. We also went to the studio together. But it was before school had started. It was uh, in the summertime. Okay. 
but we, me and her never really talked about like schools and stuff like that. We mostly talked about music and stuff. And so that when I say that we literally, I literally had no idea she went to the same school as me, like except like two months in when I That's saw crazy. her talking to somebody else. Like I'm serious when I say that. That's pretty cool though. That's awesome. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, uh, I thought she did wonderful in the song, and she kind of just, I mean, just both of y'all together just kind of compliment one another. She just she really fills the song in beautifully. Um, and this song was really powerful, man. I listened to it three times, to be honest with you. And the end of it, when you actually had George's vocals in there, when he was pleading for his life, telling he can't breathe, really hit home. It just opened up a lot of anger again in me, because seriously, when I saw that, I mean, when I saw that video... Of that happening to him, man, my, my, my stomach literally was, like, nodding up. I was so, like, I was so repulsed by that, man. That was just unbelievably disgusting to watch. Yeah. And, uh, and actually, just, no, that was definitely, like, a very frustrating uh, feeling. Yeah. It yeah. was, um, like, ah, oh, man, this is hard to say. When I first saw it, I was very frustrated, and then when I produced the song... I, when I asked Trinity to, I produced a song and asked Trinity to sing the vocals on it. Uh, I knew she was going to be the perfect person because uh, she's a beautiful person, like inside and everything. Yeah. So, so you her knew vocals you, really complimented the song, and you knew she would give that passion. I bet right? exactly. Yeah. She had a passion, like a yeah. real passion for it. Yeah, and so she went perfectly with the song. And then at the end of it, when I had George Floyd's uh, voice, even though like. <laughs> For me, it was kind of, it was very painful because I had to like listen to the audio sample oh, yeah. by itself. Like I took the video, listened to the audio sample, made sure it went with the song, like, and like having to listen to that and like for even me, like making the song, it sent my own message back to me and made it clearer for me to make that song. Well, I think if George Floyd's family ever heard that song, I think they would be honored by it. I think you, I think you really hit the nail on the head, and you respected George Floyd um, and his unfortunate passing. I mean, I don't, I don't think he could have done any better of a job, honestly. Thank you. All right, I appreciate stuff. that. You're welcome, man. All right, so one of the things I really love about you, I love when I when I when I talk to. I don't care what genre it is, hip-hop or, or R&B, I love people that play instruments. Um, I play guitar myself for probably oh, yeah. 30 years or oh, so now. Um, oh, yeah. I'm sorry? That's what I like to hear. Yeah, man, I love it. I mean, guitar is my therapy, man. Whenever, whenever I'm feeling, it doesn't really matter. If I'm feeling great, I'll play guitar because I feel great. If I'm feeling down, I'll play guitar because I want to feel better. Exactly. You know, it's like I medicine. 100% honestly. Yeah, man, it's like guitar is medicine for me. It's, it's just therapeutic. Um, I love it. I love to, I love to uh, play covers and my and I you know do my own stuff. But I'm gonna say it right now. I, I listen to your lead guitar intro in, in that song, and you're like, you know, you reminded me of you reminded me of Prince. You know, you know, because Prince was a badass guitar player. Yeah. Um, and I kind of when I listen to your lead in. It kind of like rang Prince bells. I was like, that's, I was like, who? I was like, this kid shreds. I mean, I didn't know you play guitar until I read your bio. I was like, holy shit, this this is the guy. That's him playing guitar. Uh, so that was awesome, man. So so kudos to you on that. Thank you. That's a yeah. dope comparison. 
Yeah, it's a fair one too. Now, I mean, now I, I just heard that one sample of you, but um, yeah, because Prince is man, Prince can shred when he was playing. Man, God, God rest his yeah. soul. Um, what about a video? You're gonna drop a video for this song, or, or have you? Uh, I do have uh, some projects in the work that works that I have been keeping a secret. Um, you'll have to see that. Yeah, good. You'll have to see. Everybody, listen and stay tuned on that one. Um, that's a good reason to have you come back. You can tell us about it when, when once you drop that. Oh yeah, um, I got you. And that's going to be a really if you do do that. Inter- I'm sorry if you do drop an, uh, a video to that song. Um, I'm guessing you're going to put your all into that because it's a, cause just like you did the song. It's a very important story you're telling with George Floyd's story. So you'd have to really, really dive into that video. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, um, so let's talk about this other single, Tropical. I didn't get to listen to it because I didn't. I wasn't sent the uh, the MP3 for it, the, the 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 song. So tell me about. Well, actually, no, I did watch the video though on YouTube, um, and I thought, look, man, I like the way you did. You produce that also? I did produce that. That's so you have a second career in production, I see. Um, <laughs> I liked the how it started out, where it was kind of dreary and down and sad and raining out. And you know, then then when you get when you fall into the pool, everything changes. Like it goes from dark to like happy and up. So give me more. Tell me more about the backstory of that song. For me, actually, the funny part about it was I made this song staring out my window into like a sunny day, and it was really just like it was me vibing like in my my studio. Uh-huh. I was I was just like I want to make a song that like in a way of nostalgic of summer days that will always bring that back to you so that was really like the vibe for it because that's exactly what i was feeling it was a summer day last year in 2019 uh 2019 and i was just vibing out in the studio and i was just like i'm I'm gonna make this dope song and i wanted to have like a bouncy feel that uh made you feel tropical so what was the meaning behind the first part of the song though where it was it was like a dep- it was almost like somebody was depressed. It was raining and dreary, and you looked sad. So was that just a kind of a setup to to get that nice switch to make it all up and tropical? It is a setup, but it's also a deeper meaning behind it for me. Right. It was I feel that people always have down days, you know, like a day that you're just not feeling it, you know. Yeah, it, definitely. Things aren't working out. I wanted the song to be an up, like an uplifting song, where even if you're in that feeling, gotcha. I can take you out of that world that you're living yes. in and put you in a tropical, right. on a tropical beach in the Bahamas. You know, I do. That makes a lot of sense. Now that you brought that in there, because um, you're right. Everybody has those days are just down and glum, and sometimes people don't even know why. They just wake up on the wrong side of the bed, and so that's a good. That's good. I like how you did that. All right. Um, <laughs> So if somebody comes up to you and they say, hey, man, what, what is your genre? What, what, what would you tell them as far as what kind of a style you are? I don't have a genre when it comes to music because I always say this, but I really do feel that every genre has its own beauty in it. Yeah. And I feel that when I feel that limiting yourself to listen or play one genre isn't very much experiencing the whole world of music. 
because there's so much more to listen to. There's so many more different aspects and tonalities of music that unless you have explored it, you have never heard in your life. And it's and even though it's not exactly what somebody would call your favorite, there are things that <laughs> you're going to love just as much as your favorite mm-hmm. in music just because once you start listening and understanding the meaning behind different genres and musics, it really changes your point of view and aspect. So I wouldn't say I have a genre. That's a good answer. Um, yeah, I, I in my lifetime, I never thought I would one day like opera, but here I am. <laughs> you know what? You know what the craziest part of you saying that is? What? My mom, literally, I think this was a month ago, showed me opera, and I was like, and for me, I was like, I'm, I, I have never really listened to opera, taking the time to listen to it. Uh-huh. And my mom showed it to me. I was like, oh, opera's great. It's beautiful, isn't it? Like, I, I love opera now. Like, yeah, know, man. I, See, I, you, you, you can relate. I yeah, got, I got I really turned do. on to opera back about. It was the um, what's the what's the musical reality uh, the the show that Simon does? Um, American Idol. Oh no no no! It wasn't America. Not talent. Yeah, but it was over in it was over in England though when he had the show in England. I guess it maybe it was uh, X Factor. Yeah, maybe it was X Factor when Paul Potts. Here, Paul, the, the singer's name's Paul Potts, and if you go to YouTube and, and search that, you'll see when he comes out and does his audition song. Right. So here's this guy. He's a, he's a mobile phone salesman. He sold he sold cell phones. And he comes out. He looks kind of he, he looks a little bit disheveled. Like his his clothes aren't really like real sharp. You know, he just kind of you know what I mean. He doesn't look like he's like a business guy by any sense. He just kind of and so like the judges kind of roll their eyes almost a little bit. They're like, this guy's not going to be good. And jeez, right. this this dude is amazing opera singer. Right, he blows away yeah. everybody. Just blows away everybody. And I, when I saw that audition. Because I was never an opera fan before that. I mean, that, I just never really listened to it. Like you, I never really listened to it a lot. I was like, holy crap. So I started, like, following him. You know, I follow him on, on social media. And then he released an album. And then the girl I was dating at the time bought his album for me. And I've been an opera fan ever since. Man, I love it. Yeah. It's honestly, uh, it's beautiful. It is. It's in, a lot of it's in different languages and Italian. and But it's it's beautiful, man. Good stuff. Yeah, it is. Alright, uh, one or two more things and I'll let you go. Um, let's see, what do you want to do so as far as, I know the COVID-19 really threw a wrench in a lot of people's plans as far as, especially musicians, because a lot of the venues got closed down and some some musicians utilized the shelter in place to hit the studio more, write a lot more. What do you want to do, because 2021 is right around the corner, so what kind of goals do you have set what do you want to get done in 2021? Where would you like to be? I have a few goals for uh, 2021, but I would say that my main one is to develop my music and my tonality more and explore more with uh, music yeah. and make more, a lot more. I would say that's my personal goal. And once we can get past the coronavirus to where it's safe enough to open up venues and have shows... Because I saw a few of your YouTube uh, live performances. Uh, I'm guessing that's something you want to dive back into and start playing some of these songs. You yeah, I do. I do want to start performing with the band again. I really do. Do you have the same bandmates? Um, 
not anymore. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's tough to Southern do. Southern Nova is a lot different now. I would say it's a it's a tough thing. I mean, as you get older, you, the people change, and people have different plans in life, and it's really tough to keep a group together even these days, man. Yeah, um, especially at your age, because you know you're young. And just life happens, and people go in different directions. So, all right, man. Uh, before I let you go, first and foremost, I enjoy talking to you. Um, yes, man. That's a great convo. Yeah, man. I, I really appreciate you. You're very talented. You sound like you got a great head on your shoulders. I wish you the best and luck. But um, before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to tell all your fans and, and all everybody listening where they can follow you on social media and where they can get your music. You can find me on uh, on Instagram. And uh, Twitter at Cameron Nino, and you can find my music underneath Cameron Nino on every music platform you can find. All right, Cameron, I enjoyed you, man. I really did. I want you to come back when you got some more to talk about, all right? Oh, yeah, I would love to. Thank you. You're very welcome. Have a good night. Good luck to you. You as well.